When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me as we get ready to roll through the entirety of so many different issues to dive into. But right off the top, let me make sure I get this offer right. 30 to 1 NFL offer uh, as you break down. 30 to 1 NFL offer. All you have to do is pick the winner of the Titans and the Colts. Now I understand a lot of people out there are nervous. 30 to 1, $5 gets you back $150. All you have to do is pick the winner of the Titans-Colts and I know historically the Colts have dominated the Titans but given the Carson Wentz injury situation I think you have to take the Titans here. So $5, all you have to do go to fanduel.com slash clay that is fanduel.com slash clay bet $5 you get back $150 that is fanduel.com slash clay Uh, All right, Um, Packers beat the Lions last night may have helped to assuage some of the nervousness in Packer backers after they were so awful in week one against the Saints and I was watching this game with my wife last night who is from the Michigan area and she they were talking about how uh, during the game they were trying to be nice and they were like hey it feels like The Lions are on the right path. They're going to get better. They're rebuilding. And my wife said they've been saying that about the Lions my whole life. And so I I went and looked at the Lions playoff history. The Lions won the 1957 NFL championship. That was before the Super Bowl even started. 1957 NFL championship. Since 1957 the Lions have won one playoff game. Let me repeat that for everybody out there because I even when I looked at this was in disbelief. The Lions won a playoff game with Barry Sanders back in the day in 1991 the 1991 season. You want to talk about futility they have won one playoff game since 1957. That is so far ago many of you uh, a lot of people have been born and died since the Lions advanced to uh, the Super Bowl it wasn't even a Super Bowl then one playoff win in 1991. Packers get the dub to get to 1-1 one and one. the Lions fall to 0-2 and, and so for those of you who were longtime OutKick fans Uh, on the radio you know that we did top 5, bottom 5 for a long time. Every Tuesday morning during the NFL season I would walk you through the top 5 teams in the NFL and the bottom 5 teams in the NFL. We're going to continue to do this on OutKick the Show. Also want to give credit, uh, praise Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox and LeVar uh, Arrington they are taking over my old OutKick the Coverage radio time slot from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern for those of you still starting off your morning there. All right. Top five teams 
in the NFL right now in descending order. Best team in the NFL in my humble opinion Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl to finish off last season. Tom Brady's got nine touchdown passes I think already this year. The Bucs offense looks absolutely phenomenal. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Falcons. I understand those are not two great teams but Tampa Bay finished the season as the champion and they haven't done anything to make me think they are not still the champion. So I'm taking the Bucks number one overall. In the second spot think the Rams. think right now the LA Rams are the second best team in the NFL. I know they've only beaten the Bears and I know they've only beaten the Colts but I think the Rams Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford I am sold on how good they are. I've got the Rams as the second best team in the NFL. In the third spot Arizona Cardinals go on the road and beat the Tennessee Titans. Incredible performance by the Cardinals. Then you follow it up with another I know they missed the field goal at the final play basically but they get another win. Kyler Murray is playing out of his mind right now. I've got the Cardinals as the third best team in the NFL right now. In the fourth spot the Raiders maybe a little bit low for the Raiders even. They get the win over the uh, over the Ravens in week one then they follow it up in week two with a very solid win over the Steelers. I think you can make a strong argument that I've got the Raiders and Derek Carr too low right now. I've got them slotted in at the number four spot and then in the fifth spot even though they just lost to the Ravens I have got the Chiefs as the fifth best team in the NFL. One Bucks, two Rams, three Cardinals, four Raiders, five Chiefs. Again, you could probably make some arguments that I've got the Raiders too low. Bottom five. It's a list of sadness. These are the five worst teams in the NFL right now. I'm going to count down from 28 on down. The Giants. The woeful, very sad, awful NFC East. The Giants are 0-2 and they are the 28th worst team right now in the NFL. Then I've got the Lions uh, at 29. We were just talking about the fact they've won one playoff game since 1957. The Falcons I have got in the 30th spot. Uh, They are the most outscored team in the NFL so far. The Arthur Smith debut has not gone well. In the 31st spot I have got the Jets and then in the last spot Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence so far they are not making much magic. I've got the Jags as the 32nd best team in the NFL. I want to hit you uh, with a a quote that I thought was really interesting from Senator uh, Ron Johnson and he laid it out to us just now on the Clay and Buck show a little bit over an hour ago. This is a direct quote uh, from Senator Ron Johnson of uh, Wisconsin. It doesn't look like the vaccine's holding up very well against Delta. The most recent technical brief by Public Health England shows overall 70% of deaths in partially or fully vaccinated individuals 30% in the unvaxxed. This is in England. The most recent time from August 2nd to September 21st 74% 
of deaths are in uh, COVID deaths are in fully vaccinated people versus 26% in the unvaxxed. I'm reading, this is a quote from Senator Ron Johnson. Uh, He says, I wish, I hope, I wish the vaccines were 100% effective, 100% safe, but doesn't appear they are. Why does this data matter? Because England and Israel have much better data on vaccines than we do and this ties in with what's going on in Vermont right now. Vermont is setting a record for new COVID cases despite the fact that 88% of adults are vaccinated or have received at least one shot including 99% of those who are 65 and older. If the vaccines work so fabulously well how is it possible that those death data exist in England which is one of the most vaccinated countries in the world and how is it possible that Vermont could have COVID cases of that magnitude and of that level right now? Again, the data has to line up with what you are being told by public health officials or you start to distrust them Right now what public health officials are telling us is not reflected from the data in Israel or in England. So what is going to happen in the United States that would make our vaccines more effective than the exact same vaccines that have been given to people in England and in Israel? I haven't seen any data to suggest any reason why things would be infinitely more successful for those countries or less successful for those countries than for us. Again, I'm not trying to explain what's happening. I'm just talking to you about the data and trying to make sense of it and I don't think there is an easy explanation for what is going on right now. I don't know about you guys but I have exclusively started on Monday Night Football watching Peyton and Eli Manning on their broadcast as opposed to watching the traditional Monday Night Football broadcast. And what is interesting about that broadcast is many of the guests that they brought on Patrick Willis, Rob Gronkowski uh, and uh, also Pat McAfee among others I think they also had Brett Favre last night. Um, It was I thought and continues to be a really interesting and engaging high level way to watch Monday Night Football. A part of me wonders whether by next season ESPN is going to be putting the Manning brothers on as their primary Monday night football broadcasters and throwing up the peace sign on a traditional broadcast viewership worth paying attention there as well. Uh, Two feet better than four feet all animals are the same except some are a little bit better. George Orwell's Animal Farm coming to real life in America as it pertains to COVID restrictions. Yesterday we talked some about the Emmys and why all of those celebrities in Los Angeles were allowed to remain maskless while so many other kids two, three, four years old are required to wear masks. And there was a statement put out in LA County that basically said actors and actresses have a different standard because of their jobs than all of you simpletons out there that are not actors and actresses. The Emmys is considered to be a performance and because it's considered to be a performance no one attending the Emmys has to wear 
a mask. In other words, they are more important than you are. The hypocrisy here knows no bounds. They don't have to be wearing masks even though young children, all children of all ages are required to wear masks in LA schools. This ties in with the mayor of San Francisco, London Breed who said why are people trying to be basically the fun police and come after her when she chose not to wear a mask while she was having a good time? Well if the standard is if you're having a good time you don't have to wear a mask sign me up for it because I'm always having a good time. (laughs) But the reality is this what we are seeing is an unprecedented differencing between super highly elite and well-paid and other regular people. And you could see it on stark display at the Emmys where you had all of the wait staff, all of the people who were having to work at the Emmys for all of the celebrities the people who brought dinners out the people who brought food and drink all of them had to wear masks. None of the actors or actresses did. What sense does this make This is, I believe, a major issue going forward. And you also saw it and this is where I love identities colliding. Do you guys see the conflict going on in car mines in New York City? I want to talk about it for a minute. We talked about it on the the Clay and Buck show. Car mines a famous restaurant in New York City. Right now you have to show proof of vaccine in order to get into the restaurant. So what happens is three women from Texas show up, show proof of vaccine, go in. They are meeting evidently three men. When those men show up only one of the three of them has a vaccine and so everybody is deciding to leave the restaurant. When they leave the restaurant the three women get into an argument with the hostess. They then uh, end up attacking the hostess and they are arrested outside of the restaurant. Initially this story got a lot of play because the expectation was oh this must be three Trump voters three white people from Texas. What turns out to be the case is all six of the people the three women and the three men are black and the hostess is Asian. So the three black women now accuse the hostess of having used a racial slur and that's why they said they ended up in a fight with her. Now even if that were true it wouldn't justify physical violence But it seems unlikely that a 24-year-old Asian hostess at a New York restaurant who is aware that the rules basically now are if you ever say anything racist you immediately go viral and you're never able to work again seems unlikely that she would utter a racial slur. But even if she did it certainly doesn't justify three women beating her up. And so now we have got a protest going on. Black Lives Matter is protesting Carmine's Restaurant it's a famous restaurant in New York saying that they discriminated against black people. But how? All they did was ask if there was a vaccine passport. So you have two different identities colliding. You have Black Lives Matter going head-to-head effectively with the New York City vaccine mandate and this is kind of what you expect to happen because according to recent data less than half of all black people in New York City Hispanic as well are vaccinated. Meaning if you're black or Hispanic in New York City you can't go 
to the gym. You can't go to a restaurant. You can't go to a bar. You can't go to a movie. And you can't go to watch any sporting event. And so we have created a form of vaccine segregation that is overwhelmingly discriminating against black and Hispanic people. This is an interesting intersectional war between BLM now and the Corona Bros. Who's going to win on the left wing of the Democratic Party? I don't know but it's pretty crazy to pay attention to. We got well first let me tell you about my friends at Manscaped. At Manscaped they can hook you up in a big way and you can use the code DBAP20 and ensure that you never have to worry at all about anything relating to uh, to your below the belt grooming. And that is why I am encouraging you all right now to go to manscaped.com to make sure that you use the code DBAP20 you get free shipping and 20% off everything. You know that it can be dangerous when you trim below the belt. You can cut yourself. You can get a snag. You can end up in a really tough situation. That's why you need the Lawnmower 4.0. The best possible technology. I use this. You can as well. You can use it in the shower. You will be glad that you did it. And right now, you can get a Performance Package 4.0 which is an incredible value. All right, It's the ultimate parlay to take your grooming game to the next level. All of this rolled in together the betting odds in your favor when you use the Lawnmower 4.0 you get to take the leap to male grooming royalty 2 million men already have 20% off and free shipping with the code DBAP20 on all of your products. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code DBAP20 at manscaped.com. Go today. Don't gamble on shaving your balls with the wrong tools. Get Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. That is one more time manscaped.com Use the code DBAP20 and you will be glad that you did and your balls will thank you because they will be safe. Big sports gambling news. Uh, Early this morning news came out that DraftKings had bid $20 billion to try to buy Intain which is an overseas gambling company based in England that owns 50% of MGM. Right now FanDuel is the biggest sports gambling company in the United States. You can go by the way FanDuel.com slash Clay bet $5 get back $150 30 to 1 payout all you have to do is pick a winner of the Titans and the Colts game all right? FanDuel.com slash Clay. Second biggest is DraftKings. Third biggest is MGM. What DraftKings is trying to do with this $20 billion bid is sweep in and buy a bigger stake in the overall national United States gambling marketplace. It's going to be fantastic to see exactly how all of this shakes out. Uh, But Pay attention to it. Major news. It's why I've encouraged you as uh, the the stock market is closed for the day. Stock market by the way been falling a lot recently uh, but I've encouraged you to spread your money around to make sure that you buy as many different stocks as you can Uh, and if you do that 
you will uh, end up, I think, in a great place in the long run. Uh, by the way, ESPN Radio. Good piece from my guy Bobby Barackup about how ever since Colin Cowherd left, ESPN Radio has been an unmitigated disaster in terms of what they're doing in the mornings, the middays, the afternoons, all of that. I encourage you to all go read about the disaster that has befallen ESPN Radio and you compare it to Fox Sports Radio because in the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. area for the last five years until I left uh, at the beginning of uh, June they had had me to Dan Patrick to Colin Cowherd to Doug Gottlieb for five years in a row. No movement, no change, standard, easy to find, great lineup. It's why Fox Sports Radio has been dominating. Meanwhile, ESPN has been scrambling trying as much as they can to find an audience and they've just been failing time after time after time. It's a good read. Encourage you to go check out OutKick and read what Bobby Barak had to say. Did you read this story about KFC in New England? I mean, this is what happens when you are strictly locking down in New Zealand, I should say, if I said New England. Uh, This is a crazy story that could only come uh, out of of this New Zealand crazy lockdown. Um, New Zealand COVID, men were caught smuggling Kentucky Fried Chicken into lockdown hit Auckland. They also were carrying large amounts of cash and they could face six months in prison. They were attempting to elude police. Two men arrested with uh, a a fast food in a level 4 lockdown. They had $100,000 in cash and KFC uh, and it's pretty amazing to think about that they now face six months in jail uh, expressly for trying to sneak uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken in as contraband in a lockdown New Zealand. This is how crazy the world has become. I'm going to talk about this more more tomorrow on the program but I do think it's significant in general uh, that all of this from the Texans and Davis Mills as we get ready for Thursday Night Football I want to remind you that we are doing a show called The Fade that I am doing that with Todd Furman every single Thursday at 5 Eastern We'll get you ready for college football and the NFL. I'm on complete fire right now with my college football and my NFL picks so far on the season. We're at 69% winners in college football, 22 and 10 on the year. And so those will be up tomorrow morning for all of you uh, and you'll be able to check them out. But I do think it's important um, as, uh, as we get ready for the fade To point out Thursday night football first of all it's not a great game but the Texans are not going to be able to play Terod Taylor. They're 1-1. They've acquitted themselves fairly well so far especially given expectations. But they're going to be starting now Davis Mills even though they have Deshaun Watson on their active roster. How is it possible that the media is not talking more in all of sports about the upcoming games as they they prepare to roll along and the fact that week three is going to see the Panthers who are 2-0 on the road against the Texans and 
the Texans have a certain top 10 quarterback who's 100% healthy and 100% able to play and they're not going to put him on the field on Thursday night football. Instead, they're going to trot out Davis Mills who came in in relief at Gerard Taylor and was nowhere near as good. How are more people not asking the question if Deshaun Watson is eligible how are the Texans not playing him? And oh by the way how in the world is Deshaun Watson even eligible? None of this makes the least amount of sense. It's all crazy. Uh, But as we get ready for Thursday Night Football I just want to mention it to you so you can at least sit back and think about it and acknowledge how crazy it is. All right, Sunday. Pick the winner. Titans, Colts. $5 bet turns into $150. That is a 30 to 1 payout. All you have to do to get that bet in is go to fanduel.com slash clay. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. Encourage all of you to go listen to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show and thank you for hanging out with us today.